Welcome to episode 50 of Crypto Weekly. We've made it to our half century. Because the North won the Civil War, you burgers won't understand that reference. But had old Dixie won, you would understand all the cricket things. This week in the news... (laughs) Kraken spends $100 million on a UK crypto exchange. The owner of Quadriga supposedly dies mysteriously in India. The Crypto Weekly reporters are in the field to give you the lowdown. Coinbase now allow PayPal withdrawal. And the Mt. Gox trustee has officially been selling his bitcoins on the open market according to new leaked documents. So much for over-the-counter sales. All this and more on this week's Crypto Weekly. If you enjoy the show, please do head over to patreon.com slash crypto weekly and throw us a few bones to help support the show. It all helps tremendously. But we're joined with the panel today. Geordie Prince. Hello. What are you drinking there, mate? Uh, Given that it's now February, I'm getting right back on the piss, mate. He's back on the source. Absolutely lovely. Hmm. Bitcoin Buble, I oh. see you've just picked up your bottle there. What you got there? I've got a bright, pure and elegant Tanzanian Pinot Noir. <laughs> Sorry, Taz- Tasmanian. And you're here to talk about some crypto as well? Yes. Perfect. Dr. P Money is not with us this evening, but he has set up everything for us, so hopefully the sound quality will not be diminished by yours truly, Crypto Ken, <laughs> fucking about with it. Crypto Beak is here. Bonjour. Have you had a great day? Marvellous. And what are you drinking? I see. Are you on the vino? Uh, I spot a Pinot Noir. Ooh. Gone reet posh today. Yeah, you know me. I'm your host, Crypto Ken. I'm drinking a nice cold Heineken lager. And it's time for the news. First thing I want to start with today on this jam-packed episode of Crypto Weekly is Kraken doing something a bit confusing to me, dropping 100,000 rockets... <laughs> 100 mega. 100 mega, or $100 million. 100,000 rockets for the win. <laughs> Everything in the denomination of thousands. <laughs> the worst possible way to do it. On a crypto exchange that I'd never heard of before. What the devil is going on here? Can someone enlighten me? I've got a theory, Ken. Tell me more. Some crafty guys in regulation or compliance were like, let's set up a cryptocurrency exchange. And his mate was like, but we don't know anything about cryptocurrency. He was like, yeah, but we do know a bit about getting an FCA authorization. That's the authorization of the Financial Conduct Authority in the UK. And if we get that, which none of these other, other these, these people that actually know about crypto can do, we can sell ourselves to one of these crypto exchanges, which I think is what's going on here, mate. Because as you say, no one's ever heard of this exchange. It's very small. Does it have any volume at all? Who knows? But the one thing they did have was FCA authorization. So, and Kraken have bought them. Do they not also have some kind of authorization for futures? I think, so I think they claim to be, uh, to supply index and futures products or whatever they were the first people to uh offer futures on non-bitcoin cryptos i think they were the first to have ripple 
Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, all those type. Been around for quite a long time, you know. We just haven't we haven't been keeping up with them. What are their name? Can we say that for the listeners, please? Crypto facilities. Crypto facilities, great name. The the toilet of the crypto world. So, hang on. How do you get FCA regular regulated when you don't know anything about the subjects that you're apparently in charge of? So yeah, the prince I mean, is a bit harsh on them. I'm they've exaggerating around, a little bit. They've been around since 2015 and were some of the first people to offer futures on any cryptocurrency and the actual first okay. to offer it on some cryptocurrencies. Ripple, I've heard that they were like absolutely undeniably the first to offer their futures on Ripple. And yeah, CME use them for their Bitcoin pricing. So they are total big shots. Okay. It just seems like they're not that big time in the retail game. They haven't got a nice website is what you're telling me. Yeah, they haven't got, they don't list the latest. They do a few deals down the gun and hook or whatever it is down near bank. Yeah, I reckon they're a bit more, they're a step above uh, or a step below listing horse, you know. Right. Depending on how you look at it. (laughs) So presumably we are going to see Kraken offering some more futures products to possibly a retail investor in the United Kingdom. Yes, and apparently Kraken is now going to let you go 50x leverage. Woo. This whatever they've bought here is That's allowing them to... That's going to some sleepless nights for myself. I yeah, imagine. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty fired up to get some 50x leverage trades going. My last foray went poorly. Every week on Crypto Weekly, we could fire up a 50x leverage trade, <laughs> see what happens throughout the show. That'd be that'd pretty cool. Be I'm super, into that. I'd be super excited. And P Money's not here to rein in our mental ideas. Mm-hmm. I'll put one on now, mate. Doing our bollocks 50 times over. <laughs> and we, uh, Working title. <laughs> we put, uh, we put like one ETH on something at 50x leverage, and we either make loads or we lose loads. Mm. We either do our bollocks or we do their bollocks. And we'll call the segment, Who's Bollocks? <laughs> <laughs> you you give that a go, friend. We're right. going to move on. There's a big conspiracy afoot with Quadriga, a well-known Canadian exchange who are now $140 million in the hole because their owner has died and was the only one with access to a load of their holdings. But is he actually dead? Even the BBC are reporting on this. Can someone please enlighten the listener to the conspiracy this is afoot? Some fella owned an exchange. They had $108 million worth of stuff. He died. No, he, was, he, he went on holiday and got a bit of deli belly. He went to India and died, apparently. All the money was in a cold wallet that only he had the private key for, or was in cold wallets, plural. Only he had the private key for. He's dead. His wife still alive. His team's still alive. None of them have got the information. So what can they do? Nothing. And his dog's got left $100,000 in his will, I believe, each. Yes, his chihuahuas, who are named Nitro and Gully... Two of the greatest names for dogs I've ever heard. What a tool. Uh, I mean, <laughs> leaving your dogs as well. Leaving yeah. your dogs 100,000 is the. Well, wow. is this that, is in a will made two weeks before his disappearance. Yeah, this is the suspicious bit. He's also the partner in that exchange, has been done for fraud and money laundering before. What's his name? Dryan or something. And uh, your boy that died in India. 
shows the one of the easiest places on the planet to get fake death certificates and all that good stuff. Mm. His death certificate looks ridiculous. It's just essentially a word document with a few <laughs> things filled in. Yeah, he was also thirty years old. This guy, so pretty scam, isn't it? Yeah, he's a, he's a spring chicken. Do we I, know how he died? He's a dirty yes, scammer. He's a dirty dead scammer. How did he, he die? He died of a complication of Crohn's disease. That old chap. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Did he? So he had Crohn's disease before he went. Yes. And he thought going so a gut issue. Yeah, yeah it's an inflammatory gut Going issue. to India was a great idea. Yeah. On his own, presumably. Uh, that's I, not been stated. No, it hasn't been stated. No one, everyone's just like, oh, I heard he was ill over there. I don't, don't know who he was with. But you can't slander the dead, so we can really take it to him. You can't Is that real? Yeah, yeah, you can give people who are dead as much shit as you want. <laughs> <laughs> so the one thing that makes me think this could be true is Delhi Belly. I don't know if she went to Delhi, but it's a real thing. People who aren't from India, when they go there tend to get severe stomach problems from, like, not being used to the water or the food yeah. or whatever. So could it be that he caught Deli Belly and he's got Crohn's disease and the combo it, absolutely wrecked? That makes a legitimate story, I yeah. think. That, but I mean, that is it's, also, it's it's also the sort of story that... Us lot come up with what we sat in the pub after the show. True, and be like, they'll never <laughs> catch yeah, and They'll never yeah. work it out. And to be fair, this dude hasn't been caught, so <laughs> sounds like we were right all along. Well, there are other things. Apparently, the cold... Some people are saying that the cold wallets didn't have the crypto in them that they were reported to have anyway. Ah. So he might have just shipped it out of there, or they never went into cold storage. On top of that, even if he did die... Having no like fallback plan for yeah. $180 million, it's irresponsible. I mean, stupid. He should be hung. He deserves whatever he got in my book. <laughs> he can't, you can't rob people of $100 plus million because you didn't, you didn't have anything set up. I forgot to write down the password to him. Like, give it, there's plenty of things that people do in many, many other sectors for like this kind of secretive information, the things in place, like you have, give it to attorneys or all kinds of people you can store information with. You could have it in a security deposit box that they'd be able to go and open after you died or something. You don't just like say, ah, what are you going to do? It does seem a bit bizarre that the largest exchange in Canada, this is the case. Yeah, I mean, it's... Only he has access to these cold wallets. There is a single point of failure. Didn't it mention that they're actually multi-signature wallets as well? Which implies yeah, so that... It, in so an interview that he had, he did say that Quadriga takes security seriously and employs a number of policies and procedures to ensure that both client information and client funds remain completely safe. Yeah, so Annie references this specifically, yeah. their multi-signature wallets. Yeah. So that typically would mean like you need any three out of five people to open it, for yeah. instance. So... Was he just was he just full of shit? Was it just did he literally just have the private keys and no one else did? Or well, there Not are now. people querying the chain and people saying that funds are moving out of wallets. Yeah, this Reddit, oh, wow. Reddit thread on ch- chain analysis was the uh, term. Chain al chain analysis yeah. does that mean someone looking at a blockchain? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I quite liked it. I might put it on my LinkedIn. <laughs> I do a lot of chain analysis by going on like EtherScan or mm. Block Explorer. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like he's a scammer. Scammed everyone out loads of money. Fuck him. 
and he probably died in a pool of his own feces, so it's fine. He's probably on that. a speedboat right now. <laughs> anyway, moving on to some other real-life scammers, PayPal. You can now... <laughs> you They're can, still alive, so let's be careful. They are still that. alive, and they don't covertly scam anyone. They just charge exorbitant, exorbitant fees for their services and we are loyal customers of theirs yeah. and we'd like to keep our accounts yes and all, I think they do all a great hail job. lord paypal yeah it, that's better mate in fact if you they could do anything to reinstate our account that would be absolutely <laughs> gravy <laughs> if you're listening we're sorry paypal but now coinbase will let you withdraw your funds to paypal does anyone give a shit? <laughs> Not me, Ken. <laughs> Did you see the quote from one of PayPal's co-founders who claimed that... What's his name? His name is Luke Nosek. Luke Nosek. Yeah. Interesting. He, he said that uh, not many people know this. But the initial mission of PayPal was to create a global currency that was independent of interference by these, you know, corrupt <laughs> cartels of banks and Old governments that were debasing their currencies, end quote. Nice one, Luke. Which I found pretty fascinating given that PayPal is one of the leading culprits for engaging in not debasement, but certainly engaging with the cartel of banks to financially censor a whole range of individuals, including this very podcast. So They're looking to bank the unbanked. Who? PayPal. Yeah, they're also looking to unbank some of the banked people, yeah, well. <laughs> depending on how edgy they are. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm not happy. Not happy at all. I've, but, never, I've not been a fan of PayPal for some time. Yeah. All hail my team, Nozak. Who still uses it <laughs> and for what purpose? So many people. Because it basically, it basically came out of eBay, right? Yeah. But does anyone still use eBay? So no idea. loads of people still use eBay, but it actually originally allowed people to send money to other people's Palm Pilots. Oh, mate, that is... That was it. its original use case for people with Palm Pilots to, like, email... Pay to Palm... <laughs> If you will. Palm pay. Oh, let's get palm coin up. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been out of me. They were like, okay, I've seen the future. It's one of these palm pilots. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, they weren't very far off. They got pretty True. unlucky. True. Like, it was like, oh, stupid palm pilots. Then, like, ten years later, everyone's just got a better version of a palm pilot they could also <laughs> ring people on. <laughs> like, revolutionary idea, idiot PayPal. Unlucky lads. Although they did all become billionaires, so, hold tight. But my <laughs> understanding is that Coinbase are... Only offering withdrawals, not payments in. Correct. Is that right? So yes. this is not. This is going to cause a crash rather than a pump. <laughs> <laughs> Good point, man. Yeah, that is true. Presumably that's because it's apparently really easy to get around PayPal security and hack people's PayPal's to send money. Because the reason I hate PayPal is that a long time ago, when I was a wee lad, I used to sell Xbox Live codes. <laughs> What have you not done? Uh, <laughs> not many things. Um, I used to buy them in bulk and I would sell them on eBay and I would make about four quid a code. And it was dreamy because they sold like absolute hotcakes. But I had to stop because I kept getting fraudulent transactions from people hacking other people's PayPal accounts, buying up things like Xbox Live codes, which have digital delivery. And then PayPal would just be like, oh, by the way, our security has messed up. So... I know you've got rid of that product there and you, that's cost you money, but we'll have that money back. 
What? Yeah. So it was like a chargeback, but for a digital. Basically like a chargeback, okay. yeah, but then they always side with the buyer. But on the plus side, that's how you became a, a doge whale back in the day. <laughs> you moved on to greener pastures. So that is the second reason I hate PayPal, is because they also do not support any crypto stuff. Uh, so when I was selling sweet Dogecoin, they would always side with the buyer. Same again. So all you would have to do is say that your account was compromised, you get all the money back, and you keep the sweet Doge. Oh, mate, we need some kind of decentralised way of doing things. <laughs> if only, if only there was such a thing. But alas, there is not. And Elon Musk once again has us by the testicles, or whoever owns PayPal now. Speaking of lies, the Mount Gox trustee has been back in. What's he been up to? Back can? in the news. There What's Goxy? Documents. Oh no. That suggests even though our friend Mr. Trustee had claimed all his trades for Bitcoin had been done over the counter with private buyers, essentially with large amounts of cash purchasing his Bitcoins. That was a lie. And actually, he's been dumping them on the market. Discuss. believe you're referencing um, Nobuaki Kobayashi. Is it old Kobayashi that's been doing the business? Yeah, old Nobuaki. Is that it again? So, apparently he contracted this job out. Yeah, everyone's known about this for, or everyone's suspected this for a long time. They've suspected it, but there's been some leaked documents. Yeah, to sur- prove it. This surprises pretty much no one. He was dumping the shit out of it in uh, early 2018. Who'd have thought it can? So was, but was the official line that he was only doing this OTC? Um, he was trying to suggest that. But what okay. difference does it make? If he sells, if I say, right, Beak, here you go, here's, here's a thousand Bitcoin, you give me some, like, you give, I'll give you a decent price. Yeah. You hand over that cash. You're handing over that cash for that bulk, knowing that you think, or you think that you're going to get a better price somewhere else. You think that is the open market, you just dump it there anyway. Yeah. What's, the, what's wrong with him dumping it on the open market himself? Well, the, the OTC seller might not have the intention to... St- uh, sorry, the OTC buyer, the person buying from him, might not ne- necessarily have the intention to sell it on, in the open market. No, okay. but I mean it I would that, be but... ridiculous not to. Yeah, to sell some. You just buy as much as you could get hold of if you knew you could sell it. Like if you could arbitrage a profit, despite yeah, how much have you got? I'll yeah. spend all my money on it because I know I can sell. You know, I can keep as much as I want and sell. Yeah, but the agreed, but typically the volume in the OTC market is way, way higher than um, on on exchanges, especially in something like crypto. So I'm sure he had the option to do that, but maybe for like, I don't know, 1% of his purchase or whatever, is what I'd suspect. This Depending guy. on the discount that he gave the trustee, to yeah. be fair. Now, the whole point of the OTC market is that it's private. Well, it's not private, but it's not like... Well, that's what an OTC market is, yeah. But... So there's no records of these things happening, or or are there somewhere? Somewhere on the blockchain, friend. Mm. So, but you all, all that you're saying well, is Bitcoin not necessarily moving, chain, <laughs> moving from one wallet to an, what, another wallet, right? You're not seeing how much cash was involved yeah, yeah, in exactly. the price of those. Yeah. Okay. So I was looking at some statistics. I think I shared it with the with the group relatively recently. Some uh, Coin Metrics, I think it is, who were trying to do some slightly more deeper dive analysis on market cap so trying to find out what the kind of perceived value of each bitcoin is at the last moment that it was 
moved. So if it moves from one place to another, the price that that time is the perceived value of that coin, oh, and therefore then working it out from there. It's quite interesting. Um, but how would you do that with OTC? Because you're not seeing the value that they're transferring, but you are seeing the market price of the ones that you're moving, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you could just base it on the market price at the time it moved, but you yeah. don't know that that's the price they paid. No. <laughs> My head hurts now. For the benefit of the tape, Buble is making an exploding action around his head. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, he's going to explode. Presumably, the price of BNB, as they now, this is Binance, accept purchase of crypto with credit cards on their main exchange. Holy moly. Not just Binance Jersey. That's not the only way you can use Glorious Queen token to purchase ETH and Bitcoin. Binance. You can use your credit card. Binance most of the world now can. Yeah, correct. And it is, as you say, credit card, which is huge. That uh, credit Mm. cards funded the poker boom. All the degenerates juicing a load of money from their credit card onto poker sites and then getting refunds, Mm. claiming that they'd been hacked or whatever, Mm. instant refunds. Could we see this in crypto? Let's hope not, or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it uh, means there could be a lot of liquidity flooding into the market. If the normies get, not out of nowhere, but if the bull run comes, it'll allow a lot of degens to pile into crypto on the credit card, yeah. which they otherwise couldn't. Yeah, so even cash-poor normies can yeah. have a gamble in an ascendant yeah. market, being like, it's definitely going to be worth more in four days I'll buy it on the credit card now, sell it in four days, pay off the credit credit card debt, and I'll have some free money. Yeah, 30 days interest-free. I do feel feel we should probably just say that this is not financial advice. Certainly not. Yeah, it's a ridiculous (laughs) thing to do. I think our listeners are all pretty hard and crypto. But yeah, I mean, also, they give out loans. The credit card people give out loans to normies at this time, like, like it's nothing. They're giving out tens of thousands to some random jokers all over the shop. Mm. So they really could pile a ton of money into crypto for boring companies. Yeah, apparently, all you have to do to get one of these loans is say that it's got nothing to do with investment or crypto, and then you'll definitely get it. Just be like, I'm literally just going to go to like Magaluf for two weeks and have a mad one. They're like, enjoy yourself. But they're like, oh, I'm thinking about getting a conservatory. They're like, cool, we won't even come and check. They're like, oh, I'm going to buy some Bitcoin rejected so definitely <laughs> I mean, who can blame him yeah definitely don't say well i mean don't get a loan to buy crypto but, but if you do <laughs> but the point, but the point is that this they won't need a loan if they've already got a credit card they'll just be able to max that sucker out yeah uh and hopefully they're buying bnb if they do that because it's just the best holding crypto i yeah. think we've got a uh, people now must realize the price is going up people are starting to realize best coin in crypto hear me out what you got to say for yourself? Coinbase and other fiat gateways have, in the past, and I believe still presently, banned purchases from credit cards. Or rather, I'm assuming it's actually credit card companies have banned purchases from Coinbase. And could could be either way because yeah. a lot of the poker sites eventually ban oh, deposits. Got with charge yeah, yeah. It, it can be the merchant sometimes because so, they get screwed. Is this? If this is is successful with Binance and a load of volume starts going towards Binance, could this start an arms race from other exchanges to start accepting credit on their exchanges? 
I think Binance could this gonna... usher in the bull run? <laughs> <laughs> I think Binance is going to get stung so badly on credit card fraud that they'll immediately stop, or very quickly stop that. But I will be but, surprised but if this continues. But they aren't—they aren't the ones that get stung, are they? Yeah, they get charged. They get charged oh, you're right, because that's because they're selling the crypto. Yeah. Okay. Oosh. Yeah, I mean, but they are charging three and a half percent per transaction. So, and also, that's a gamble. That's, in that, I mean, that's reasonable for a credit card. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's typical, and the reason, the reason, that, how much anyway? Yeah, the reason it's that high is specifically to underwrite yeah. the merchant against chargebacks, basically. And also, in this case, to be fair, it's going to be trickier for the people to get away scot free because when they played poker, they just lose the money. They'd have no assets to claim back, and they'd be like, "Hey, I was hacked." Whereas if you've bought some coin that you feel good yeah. about. You might want to keep. You might want to hodl, try and make your money back. Binance might be able to take your take the tokens back uh, that you bought from them. There might, there's probably quite oh, a lot. A point. They'd moved, have to move them off Binance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But surely you've moved them off the exchange at that point, and you're scot free. Only if you realise that way you'll get a free roll, but and and you've got no other connection to the wallet that you send them to. Yeah, exactly. If you say if you send them to your Coinbase wallet, it's attached it has your credit card attached to it as well. Then you still have shit creek. Yeah, so. it's a lot trickier than to get away with it now, I reckon. But I still think it's a risky move by Binance. But once again, they're pushing the envelope of degeneracy, and God bless them. <laughs> <laughs> Hold tight, CZ. Right now, in the last twenty four hours, Binance has got over double the volume of any other exchange in crypto. A billion dollars in volume today, a long way from the ten billion it was doing back in December 2017. Still doing a lot of volume though, and they're burning tokens. They're reducing the supply. They're continually adding more utility to the token. They're actively encouraging vendors and products uh, to use it, and they're building their own blockchain. In fact, it's built. It's on. They've got the. Binance blockchain, the BNB blockchain, uh, Tasnet is up and running. And they're super connected with people and governments all over the world. So who knows what they're what they'll do with their blockchain. Right, that's my plan for the week then. I'll research that. Nice. I'll well, find out how that works. I think they're also well positioned to be the platform on which any future crypto that could be a huge hit or could be successful could launch on. Like they've got their their like sort of ICO platform now as well and they're bang up for incorporating all kinds of coins on there so even if you don't think crypto now is a like a, there's anything that has any value in crypto right now if you think that there's a chance that there could be some in future that is i think bnb has a high chance to like catch a little bit of that shine if you know what i mean like it's likely that that token is going to be in either for sale on bnb or even better say instant for instance like ico on on Binance like BTT did. So yeah, and can make money that way as well. They've got like a fee model as well as uh, just selling crypto. Yeah, and they're at the forefront of everything. They're actually trying to push crypto forward. They're bringing out decentralized exchange. They're donating money to crypto projects. They're well-respected throughout the crypto world and I think throughout at least a lot of the emerging world, if not the whole world, really. I think Binance really got it locked up. There'll have to be some major disaster for them to not do well if crypto does well. Bring the gunfire. Bring the explosions. It's time for Beak's Market Watch. So, not very volatile this week as a whole. 
we got the market cap of crypto. It's up less than 0.5%. Uh, Bitcoin, pretty much break even. ETH's up 1% to 2%. Ripple is, who the fuck cares? Ripple's still in second, though, Ken, which is a disgrace. It's infuriating every time I open CoinMarketCap. Yeah, let's just move on from that. Binance, as we've spoken about, is pumping super hard. When I made these notes, it was up 20% on the week. I actually think it's up more than that now. Uh, people are finally waking up to the fact that BNB is the, probably, maybe the best holding crypto. Um, BitTorrent token, which was launched on Binance last week, has gone mental. Apparently it's up around 8x from ICO. It was at 0.00012 of a dollar, and it's now at 001 of a dollar representing around an 8x increase, and it was up way higher than that earlier in the week as well. So people who bought at ICO have actually had a chance to flip for, I mean, right now an 8x, possibly a 10 or 12x at the peak. And it's been a long time since we've seen an ICO, people buying an ICO and being able to flip for 10x. That's mm. got to be for real. the first one in a year, maybe. Yeah. Maybe more than that. So I think that, while I think the BitTorrent token's pretty trash, I think it's a great sign for the crypt, the price of crypto that we've seen one of these because I think the next ICO people are going to be much more likely to want to get in. Uh, there's going to be more hype around everything. We've seen, as we spoke about last week, we were saying, like, is alt season back? And we said, yeah. It might have been a bit premature, but we're still seeing more, we're seeing more and more signs of alt season being back. Shitcoins are pumping, pumping and dumping all over the place. Talking of that, Bitcoin with two eyes. Did you see this one, guys, this week? I saw someone put it in Bitcoin. This is huge. Bitcoin with two eyes is up like 40x this week. What? Yeah, so these mad lads <laughs> created a coin called Bitcoin with an additional eye in it. It's now in the top 75. I think it's about 60-ish. It's got a market cap of $25 million. Yeah, I think that's down. I think it was like $30 million earlier today or, yeah, in the early hours. Yeah, they've they've managed some, like, they've obviously pumped, or it, it looks like maybe someone's pumped it. But a lot of people jumped on the hype train. People were talking that some noobs were mistaking it for Bitcoin, which I don't really believe that's necessarily true. I think there's some pump and dump stuff going on. But they are super ballsy. They're making loads of huge claims on the website. My favourite bit, and you'll like this, Ken. They've got a support form on their website for crypto exchanges to apply to list their token. Oh, oh flipping it. <laughs> exactly. So for those <laughs> listeners who might be new or haven't heard about this, the normal procedure is that some shitcoin has to pay an exchange to get listed. A big exchange, they've got to pay loads of money. Your boys over at Bitcoin... Are saying if you want to, <laughs> can we can we work out how we're saying this? Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Bitcoin. it's a bit like Bitmain, but exactly. For if you want to be, if you want to have the honour of listing Bitcoin, you have to send them through an application, and they'll decide whether they put their token what? on your exchange. Now I'm not sure exactly how that works due to it presumably being a decentralised, you know, cryptocurrency, but nonetheless. <laughs> That's what they're doing. What, what's the listing fee for listing I'm not, I'm Bitcoin not exactly sure. on your I'm not, exchange? I'm not sure how. Like, <laughs> Is this our opportunity now to set up an exchange just to list these guys? 
I mean, I think they'll probably charge us a load of money, to be honest. Yeah. They're like proper but who's going to charge us money? I, that's the thing. Who knows? They, they're really taking the piss. <laughs> I'll be honest, <laughs> the current exchanges they're on are absolute hoot here, to quote the beak. Yeah, but I've I, never heard of any of them. But, I mean, who is going to fucking pay Bitcoin to let them <laughs> list them? How can... As someone who's... Owning That's why a, it's so audacious. Someone's, yeah, exactly. Someone owns a decentralised cryptocurrency what? and is asking for personal payment uh, to have uh, like, yeah. this decentralised coin on their exchange. It's the most ridiculous thing ever. One That's, of the exchanges that currently list them are called Ooh Bitcoin. That's probably one of the owners. That's definitely <laughs> one, of the, one of the team. Is that what you got for his big beak? Yes, can. That means we're bringing the episode to a close. Unless somebody in the room wants to give away some cryptographically universally negative token or some transferable issuance of gratuity and honour. I actually have some more things to add, Ken. Oh, so the big pause was actually a ruse. No, this is other stuff. My man Piers Powis has given me... Yeah, he's... Morsha Wizzlewizzle. No. He oh, said, hey, big squizzer, and he shipped over his uh, address, his ETH address. I'll yep. send that to you, Ken, so you can... I've already sent Piers some tight. Excellent. Okay, nice. good. Uh, my man, Brad Laurie, is giving me, giving us some props in my DMs. He's an Aussie, and he thinks we're fucking safe in that. So I'll type He's Brad. He's a good cunt. Good lad, Brad, <laughs> you, you fried unit. <laughs> and then we also got William Blonner, who says... Hey, big squizzer, I'm looking. I'm looking for the hookup on ten rockets of XLS. <laughs> I finally have the confidence I'm going to be a success after my sessions with Crypto Shield. Nah, only cost me ten ETH. Nice. nice. I had zero value on Twitter, so no need to reply. Just a fan, enjoy the show. Well, William Blonner, I think you had a lot of value, mate. Hold tight, Agreed. Blonner. If you ship us your ETH address, you can get some tight. And uh, the film bird hit me up with a hey, big squizzer. So yeah, You're that's a lot of big squizzers. I like it. Yeah, all the hold tight, all the lads who are squizzering me. And if you want uh, some tight and a shout out and some other stuff, if then you want some hit me up as well. You're welcome to it. Yeah, 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 if you want. So for when I do think it is a good idea for us to try and get tight and the other one listed. I agreed. However, are we going to monitor this? to watch who's dumping their cunt bags because they're the ones that are going to be Maybe we like should. just get these out of my wallet I want to mm. get rid we of them we won't let them we'll just buy it and send it straight back <laughs> the problem is for them to be able to do that they need to know the address of the smart contract I but, suppose it's quite easy to find out if they go on Etherscan but they also need to manually add the token also who would buy cunt token <laughs> who would have I cunt honestly, token in their ether wallet? I think it's worth it because I think some discord you know some pump and dump yeah. discord might just come across it and one day pump our bags <laughs> I, think we should, I think we should get tight listed 100% yeah 100% right get them both listed we'll get them on ether delta oh, that's amazing you can unload your bags we've got a trail to dump on the market yeah, we're looking for anyone to buy <laughs> tight for one dollar, please. Oh, mate! If, and Bob's then... re- if Bob's repair can make it to two hundred seventy-four thousand dollar market cap, I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> if he can do it, why can't tight? There's only three hundred sixty million Bob's. There's one trillion tight, mm. which makes it better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I asked an interesting question on Twitter today. I'd, I'd be interested to hear what you guys thought about this. If Bitcoin no longer had a hard cap, you got listen, Boobly. If Bitcoin no longer had a hard cap and instead had 1% inflation forever, would you A, hold, B, 
Sell. C, buy more. Prince, over to you. Sell. So you think that the hard cap is a major, maybe the... Like, if you change the hard cap, you're no longer interested in Bitcoin. Um, my first thought was that 1% inflation compounded, even for, like, even for within our lifetimes, is going to... All things, like, all without changing anything else, is going to, like, half the value of it in, like, 50 years or some shit. So. Yeah. Well, there's going to be... Yeah, there's going to be double the hard cap probably in 50 or so years. Yeah. So you would no longer be interested in it. You'd get rid of your bags. Uh, I don't know. Out, out of the, If I only had those three options, then yeah. Well, the options are hold, buy more or sell. What other options you yeah, want? Yeah, I mean, like, I want to hold <laughs> for a certain period of time okay. and then sell or buy more and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know. But it'd be a huge negative to you. Yeah, significant. Bublé. So you're talking about it changing from where it is now. So there would be a fork, and then you're in to the... No, opposite. we're in parallel universes. Parallel universes. We've got one universe so, that stays hard cap. The other universe, it's got 1% inflation. You just jump over I'd there. I'd hold. No, you'd hold. Okay. However, if it were to change right now, I'd sell. Yeah, because you'd imagine the market's going to dump. Yeah. Okay, but as far as the true value, do you think it changed? You you still like... No, the, it's, still, it's all priced in. Okay, so you still Not like the, my gut. the proposition. Yeah. Okay, can I would buy more. <laughs> of course you would. Why would you buy more, mate? <laughs> Hear me out. Because I think a load of idiots would be like, this is amazing, more people are going to use Bitcoin because it's going to be more affordable or some shit, and we'll buy a load, market will pump in the short term, i dump on all of them and laugh off into the sunset. Because okay, so you market- go for another trademark <laughs> crypto can worst trades ever. Yes. <laughs> thinking that somehow the market would respond positively <laughs> yes. to the hard cut. Nothing makes sense just, in the crypto Just to let you know, you can 50x on Kraken right now, Ken. <laughs> you actually can't. I went to check and I've got 0.3 ETH and I was looking to jizz 50x <laughs> on that, but still only 5x at the moment. I think they're bringing in 50x. Well, as soon as we hit the 50x, I'll have the first pick. Nice. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Mean, Before we mean- do move on from the tight, tight uh, conversation, uh, I'd like to get these properly listed on Etherscan as a, a minimum. Okay. Um, and we need logos, we need a coin design, mm. so a token design. So if we've got any of our listeners that are a bit of a dab hand with the old Photoshop and want to submit some... Uh, I'm very nervous as to what the shit you Yep, or tight as well, but it's fine. Yeah, I mean, they're both a bit iffy, yeah. Uh, there's no obligation for us to use these, but feel free to submit and uh, help us get us these listed on an exchange as soon as possible. You can hit us up on Twitter or email us hello at cryptoweekly.show. We've got to win the show. Mr. Geordie Prince has been with us. It's me, the Geordie Prince. You can follow me on twitter.com at hrhgeordiep. That's at h-r-h-g-e-o-r-d-i-e-p. Many thanks. Bitcoin Buble in the corner. Hello, it's me, Bitcoin Buble, at Bitcoin underscore Buble on Twitter and... Bitcoin hyphen Buble on GitHub. Now got two followers on GitHub. Absolutely nice. Parfait, friend. Hold tight, Danny Greer. (laughs) Hold tight, Dan. Crypto Beak. AKA the Big Squizzer. You can find me at crypto underscore beak on Twitter. Crypto space beak on Coin Paprika. And if if you want to shout out some tight, some good stuff, DM me. Say, hey, Big Squizzer, and you'll be featured on the next show. (laughs) I love that little segment. <laughs> I'm your host, Crypto Ken, at Crypto Ken Can on Twitter. 
Dr. P Money could not be with us, but you can find him at Dr. P Money on Twitter. Thank you very much for listening. You've been informed. But most importantly, you are so very welcome. Good night. <laughs>